Greetings and welcome to the Tinfoil Tavern, the cocktail-fueled conspiracy podcast based out of a little kitchen in New Zealand. This is Thomas, who's got a giant-ass head, but not enough brain to fill it. <laughs> Thank you, Caden. Caden is our special guest, mainly because we're into charity at the moment. <laughs> and that's Hannah Weatherall, the reason God doesn't talk to humans anymore. <laughs> For those of you new to the podcast, what we do is Hannah breaks down a conspiracy after committing far too much of her life into researching it, while me and a little bit Caitlin live under a rock and have absolutely no clue at all. I have no clue about conspiracies, Caitlin just has no clue at all. (laughs) And try to apply an open-minded, unbiased logic, all while sipping a suitably themed cocktail. Now I do have to state that the materials appearing on this podcast are provided for general information and entertainment purposes and do not represent us making any claims against any or or all parties or people mentioned. So let's kick things off by first introducing today's cocktail. So we all know what today's subject is. It is part two of the JFK conspiracy. Which started last week. So I guess before you go any further, if you're already listening to this and you haven't listened to last week's, go back one episode. It might do to do that, yeah. Yeah. So what are we drinking? So t- last week, if you remember, if we drink back to last week, we had a daiquiri because that was JFK's... Does drinking work like that? Yeah, it does. That's how you avoid hangovers. <laughs> <laughs> we had JFK's favourite cocktail, which is daiquiri. Mm-hmm. This week, I couldn't find a, a second one that was very relevant. Because that you also like the sound of, because oh, I found a few. No, they're already ones that I'd seen and discounted because one of his other favourite cocktails is a Bloody Mary, but we record this in the evening. You can't drink Bloody Marys in the evening. Well, we could have done it. No, absolutely not. I've never had a Bloody Mary. That's why I suggested it. Stop drinking it, Caitlin. I'm sniffing it. (laughs) It's a breakfast drink. (laughs) Okay. Um, Smells really good, though, by the way. So I have made my own cocktail, which I've called the Jack Ruby and it is ruby coloured. It's vibrantly red. It yeah. is vibrantly red. It does look quite pretty. There will be great. a picture on the Instagram. So, so what's in it? Mainly gin and also grapefruit. So it's and blood orange. So yesterday Blood orange grapefruit or blood orange and grapefruit? I was getting into it. Sorry. So yesterday I got some um, blood orange herbal tea and I've had I've had it infusing in gin in the fridge since then. Oh, well, that's and then pretty fancy. Mix it up with um, a little bit of grapefruit cordial and fresh grapefruit juice and more gin. So, is this inspired by another cocktail? Or is this one hundred percent a Hannah invention? I'm sure there's probably plenty similar. Grapefruit. No, but was it inspired by? No. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, let's, so let, let, let's. It looks lovely, but let's. Sit. It does smell really good. It smells very grapefruity, like it. It's taking the fragrance. Uh, <laughs> it's nice. No, no, it's nice. But it was next. It needs more lemon juice because it's. Not bringing out the lemon. Oh, just lemon juice bring out that sweetness. I agree. Yeah. That's incredibly sweet, not very ginny. I can definitely taste the alcohol, and that's me saying that. So. Oh man, I cannot. But I'm also. Smell yours. <laughs> Do you want to, maybe I got the the top of the the top of the snifter. I can smell the gin. Are you going heavy on the? Okay, let's go heavy on the lemon juice. A bit lemon, possibly lime. And take a swig. Is Caitlin allowed some? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I, I missed Katie out because she's got a virgin cocktail because she's And what's in the pregnant. virgin one? Just no. So gin. she's got the blood orange and grapefruit. Jace. Yeah. <laughs> so she's got a sippy cup while we're she's having got a sippy cup. <laughs> she's special. All right. So let's taste that. It it still tastes incredibly sweet and to me. It's a bit better. Yeah. Um to cook to quickly recap on last week's episode, that would you agree that the gist of it was 
everyone that's had any involvement with JFK's shooting is now dead certainly, mysteriously. Certainly felt like that. But there were yeah. also plenty of, of big players who are not mysteriously dead or who died, you know, quite recently under very not mysterious circumstances. It's everyone from last week's episode pretty much died. Yeah, right, yeah. just little. And that wasn't even all but mysterious that's the deaths. We each go into some more mysterious deaths this, but this episode. Okay. There's just so many people that died. Yeah, and Busby was struggling with that list. You, yeah. you, you were not. I don't know if that was because of. <laughs> There's so many names. Well, the, one there was a lot of names, but it, like, I also just might have been in a non-receptacle state last week because no, I was definitely I'm, struggling to absorb all those people. Genuinely think that that was not you. I think that was because I've been struggling to research it because there's so many bloody names. So has this week still been a lot of names? Uh, yeah, a lot of names. Still a lot of names. Well, how's the research side of it been? I mean, just just so hard to do because each time like i think i said last week each time you go to verify one little fact because i'd try and re- verify all of them um and if i can't verify them i say that it this in this this case it just leads you down a whole nother rabbit hole and it's been a nightmare to research so i've actually done a lot less writing for a lot more research than i usually do so what are we vaguely covering to today so today um because i decided a couple of hours ago much to Busby's anger. <laughs> Punched a hole in the drywall. Punched a hole in the drywall. All right, Kyle, calm down. Um, that we're actually going to make it into three parts. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Shut cool, up. Cool. <laughs> you don't have to be part of it next week. No, no, I'm going to be part of it. So why three parts? Because my plan was for this week to go through all the theories. But then, and we have gone through the theories this week. So next week is not going to be so much theories. But then there's a whole lot of like... Sorry, by theories, you mean... Uh, the con- oh, sorry, the, the, the conspiracy theories. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, and the, no, there man, are facts to it. this is not a good start because I've lost it already. So, sorry. This week we're doing the theories? Yep. Right. Okay, cool. But yeah. there, are, there, are so, there are so many, like, um, in terms of all the physical evidence, there is so much to get into. I don't think another... I don't think we could have all smushed sh- sh- into one episode because that's like a whole podcast in itself. Has it... Like, has that been quite the shock how deep JFK's... Yeah, it's insane. The conspiracy is? It's, it's nuts, bro. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. this is the most in-depth, like, crazy kind of, like, rabbit Podcast hole. ever, yeah. No, yeah ever. Yeah. In the no, history like, of... This is, like, the, this is the one episode that's, like, been really rabbit holy for you, It's eh? very rabbit holy. I mean, most conspiracies are rabbit holy, but this one has just been nuts. Cause especially because so much of it is backed by, like, FBI files and stuff that are just a pain to trawl through. I don't know if anyone has yes, dry. gone through that. Yeah, they're, they're all, yeah. and they're all, most of them are like scans of handwritten notes dating back to the 60s and 70s that have been released and going through them is just a oh, pain in the ass. Do, do, do you, Caitlin, have a favourite little, uh, what would you call that, fact from last week? Not um, deep end, Don't you? put it on the spot. <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't think I have a favourite fact, but I Definitely. She trying to remember. I'm just <laughs> look at that little look at that little brain sting coming out the ears. It's working. I'm not you, Buzz. Yeah, that's that's your brain. That's little just, just steaming away there. No, but I definitely um, have a favorite person that had from like the um, mysterious not? deaths. Yes, mysterious. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't mysterious. It was suspicious. 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 Oh, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to it again actually this week just to recap on everything. I think my favourite one. Now, am I correct in. So you just did the whole thing where you man jump into what she was saying? Yeah, I did. Man's yeah, yeah, she was taking too long. 
It's a podcast. I'm trying to keep it engaging. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Kaylin, what were you saying? Who was your oh, favourite? Oh, her, her name has gone out of my head. Oh, um, Dot. So, Dorothy Kilgallen? Yes, thank you very much. There you go. She was pretty good. Pretty great. She was and pretty cool. She was. Her death was definitely suspicious, and I Do reckon it was a murder. Suspicious. So you can carry on, Busby. So, <laughs> am I correct? Because I've been telling people this that his brain was stolen, eh? Yes. Oh no, no, stolen. It went missing, and it still hasn't been yeah, found. Yeah, but it was. In, yeah, it's gone. It's uh, gone, Vegas. Yeah, someone took it for it yeah, to be missing. So it, someone's it, took it. His brain it. has been stolen. Someone's yeah, taken I it. Took it. Took it. Someone took it. <laughs> took it. They seem to have taken. So, okay, that's enough of a recap. Where are we starting off? So, we're just going to dive straight into theories. Well, hold on, sorry. Caitlin opened her mouth. I think before Busby's brain gets completely over- overwhelmed, it does do that. I'm going to give the Instagram a shout out because Busby's. <laughs> Thank you. You're not going to remember that. I don't have to shout so... anyone out when the only followers here. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's going to be two, two good posts for the Instagram this week. Oh, uh... <laughs> People know where this is going already. You guys know. So, so there is going to be... The... Why is there going to be a good post this week, Helen? I'm about to tell you, Busby. Okay, I know. I'm <laughs> There will obviously be the delicious recipe that Hannah has made for the um, cocktail. The ruby... The Jack Ruby. The Jack Ruby, sorry. And I also decided to make us all tinfoil hats to The wear. beautiful. The beautiful. <laughs> I'm not actually wearing mine right now because it's yeah. they're a little Obvious. crickly for a podcast. Yes. They aren't made but we, we got photos. So for, <laughs> they're actually fantastic. The, and all of them are different. Yeah, yeah, they're not just the usual twisted top. There well, is that's what I was expecting when she said she made us those. A cap and a unicorn helmet. Yeah. <laughs> it's not some, no, it's not some it's like very. Yeah, it's like yeah, a beautiful. Yeah, but if you fold the tips up and pull it full of cheese, it's floppy brim sun hat that's very stylish. And I've actually got one similar, except in and it only cost you eighty dollars worth of tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I don't think I didn't, didn't even go through half a roll. To be honest, half an eighty dollar roll. <laughs> like fuck you, finite world resources. <laughs> we need hats. <laughs> Disposable. Well, hey, you can um, reuse it to wrap your luncheon tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once we're taken off Busby's head, we can um, wrap our sandwiches in it and have some dandruff on top. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, babe. That's so nice of you. So I go cry in the corner. Just a bit of an extra salt. <laughs> You can actually now, we'll try, kick us off. <laughs> cool. We're diving straight into theories. Right. And this week, we're going to go into least, possibly least likely, to most likely. Well, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Okay. So we're, so we're starting straight off with the, the batshit crazy theories. Yeah. I mean, I haven't actually put in the real batshit crazy ones, like aliens did it. I'm sorry. But there's just too many like actual good ones mm, okay. to justify oh, okay. trying to put in. But I, I will start off with some of the less likely ones. Okay. Did you do one like one that was kind of crazy or? There is one that's more just funny than crazy. And it's my oh, yeah. favorite one of the whole lot. Is it lot. the first one? Uh, no, I think it's the second, third one down. Okay. Fourth one down. Okay. Okay. So the, that's <laughs> right. It's fourth one. Right. All right. No, these are all very short because they're just really unlikely, but okay. they're, they're fun. Mm. So, there are many conspiracies, but we can't go into all of them because there's so many, like good ones, I mean. But in terms of the ones that are a little bit left field, for your listening pleasure, I've just listed a couple of my favorite left field ones. No aliens involved. So the first one, because this is a nice tie back to a very first episode. Princess Diana. Yep. So the first theory is that he was a Freemason blood sacrifice as a representation of the Sun King. Now, if you remember from our first episode, Princess Diana was supposedly sacrificed as a representation of the Moon Goddess by the Freemasons. So there are a lot of reasons. Well, I say a lot of reasons. I say that with like quotation marks. There are reasons why some people think that he was a Freemason blood sacrifice as a representation of the Sun King. And part of that is 
similar to Diana, on his on his grave there is the representation of the eternal flame and other reasons. It's not a very good theory, but I thought I'd include it in there because it's fun. Oh. Okay. Yep. No, so, not a lot of fuel to respond off that for that. No, one. not not really. I didn't no. go in I haven't gone into it deep. I could have, but I didn't no, go into right. it deep. I appreciate it yep. being snappy. What's, what's number two? Um Jackie did it. His wife. Yeah. Jackie did it. Shot but, him. Yep. Because of all his affairs. Or no, organised it? Or actually pulled the actually trigger? Actually pulled the trigger. So according mm. to the some people who watch this. Wasn't the, she? Oh, yeah, she was from sex. right beside him? Yeah. So just like underneath her arm? Yeah, just like a... And the shooter was just a distraction? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't watched the video. No, oh, neither. yeah, you should. You yeah, should. Yeah, yeah. Have you, you watched the video? Yeah, a few times. And do you reckon that... There, like, have you no. watched it trying to see that conspiracy happen? Yeah, no, it's not a thing. Okay, it would make, <laughs> yeah, to me, it would make more sense if she organized it. That would make more sense. That would make more sense. And I'm sure there are plenty of people that think that she does just organize it and does just sits there being innocent. Yeah, organizing, I can understand, but actually yeah. pulling the trigger. Oh, I, I thought that was a clever one. Yeah, because if she did organize it, she sat in his blood, she reveled in the fact that she killed him. She did. Is that something you do? Oh, you seem no, a bit... she, she kept the blood on her. Yeah, so yeah. like it's Shirt, like, though. aha, I succeeded. I, I am going to... I'm terrified of oh, where your mind glory. works. I'm just trying to see how... I'm, I'm just... Trying... <laughs> you're like, I'm just saying it makes sense to me. If Campbell dies, we all know what happened. No. Uh, <laughs> if you turn up I'm... wearing a red dress, we know what happened. Literally not giving you an alibi. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'll... I'll, I got you back. I got you back. Yeah. I'll give you I an alibi. Us yeah. I think I'm just the fave in general. No. <laughs> Third left field... And this is a pun. Joe DiMaggio did it. Who's that? Uh, he's a very famous baseball player and also ex-husband of Marilyn Monroe. Oh, who was sleeping with JFK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So apparently Joe DiMaggio might have done it as retribution for her death. For she, Marilyn Monroe's death. Yeah, she died before this, you see. And does he? Th- and so in this conspiracy, does he think that, that the JFK killed... It. Maryland. Well, the Kennedys killed Maryland. Yeah, because she was also she was also well, not mobbing. She was also getting nobbed by Bobby Kennedy, his younger brother. Fact. Keeping it in the family. Um. Pretty much. It's good, good enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much like common knowledge, but not verified fact. Like everyone knows that. So, once again, are they are this conspiracy saying that he pulled the trigger, or organised it? Bit of both. Some say he pulled the trigger. Some say that he just organised it. The, the point of this one is you don't believe it enough to... I don't believe it enough to go into it deeply. Oh, it sounds pretty good, but okay. Yeah. And there's, there is another theory in here that does actually have some good background to it, but I didn't go into it too strongly because although it sounds plausible and on the front of it there are some facts that seem plausible, the more I researched it, the more it doesn't seem plausible. Just look into physics. <laughs> um, and that one is that the driver did it by accident. Like, so, had his gun in a like, waist holster and actually applied it back through the car and hit him, kind of thing? Um, the, the first shot happened, and then he accidentally shot Kennedy in friendly fire, trying to shoot the actual shooter. Okay. There are other theories that say the driver's in on it, which doesn't actually make an appearance in the theories we're about to discuss, and that he, because he, he uh, for some reason, he pumped the brakes on the car for the first shot, and apparently you just, when you're like a, a special driver of that kind of caliber, when you're Got, you should take off. You should just take off, stop. and he. Right. But that's very explainable, was just by like panic. Was he on the job? Do we know? No, he wasn't. But also, that's just panic, isn't it? 
like yeah. you don't know he didn't know what direction it was coming from he couldn't see a shooter so he, he pumps the brakes but in panic and then he takes off very quickly it's not like he pumped the brakes and sits there for a few seconds being like mm. while he's getting filled for the leg but right. like yeah. a shot happens he so, like pumps the brakes and then he shoots off so sorry is that the the last of your unlikely conspiracies oh no the last the very last one right and my favourite one mm. JFK's head just did that <laughs> 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 you lit up far too much as you said that. <laughs> it's just put in the microwave for too long. <laughs> just, okay, just, so, I think so, that's my favourite one. <laughs> well. okay, I mean, a couple of them, like, from a completely oblivious perspective, seem... Not all, not the last one. <laughs> but, like, say... It could be just un- um, untreated migraines. Ex-husbands of mistresses kind of being organizing like if they were organizing it i can understand something like that um organizing side of it the driver accidentally or being involved yeah man um, maybe a little bit the driver being involved is actually no actually i want to know about the he just did that we we, what's this what's the fuel behind this one reddit So, did you find this on Reddit? Yeah, it's on the Reddit. Like, no, t- t- tell me the story about how, how you found it. Like, what were you searching to find that? Oh, it's just, you know, on Reddit. I can't do tell you. What? Do you do your research on Reddit? No, of course not. Oh, well, good. links would come up while you're researching. I mean, sometimes it comes up. But sometimes I read it. Because <laughs> it's Reddit. And so, were you Google so searching I or Reddit searching? Reddit on Reddit. You read it on Reddit? This one I read on Reddit. Yeah, and it's it was as he just did that. He says you did that, bro. <laughs> she does that sometimes. Was there some good some good jokes justifying that? <laughs> no, she actually says that. Okay. <laughs> I think personally, out of those ones, the driver that one is the most likely, right? Yeah. Oh yes, sure. <laughs> the driver braked after the first shot, so I reckon it probably was more panic because if he had braked before the first shot, then it's slowing down to give the dude Ooh, more good feel. You know, when you say that, it. some people that have viewed the Zapruder film think he does slow down a bit. Oh, the Zapruder film? Is this the, the, what the name of the shooting is called? or what? No, the Zapruder film is um, it's just like a home video and it's like the main, one of the main points of being able to view the shooting. He had a, for the time, he had a really high-tech camera, video camera. And mm-hmm. yeah, the Was film... that the name of the cameraman? Yeah. Uh, was it Zach? Zach no, Zapruder. No, it wasn't Zach. Well, his, la- his last name's probably Zapruder. Zapruder was yeah. his last name. Um, yeah, so that, that film. But some people... We're going back to what Kate said. Some people that view the film reckon he does slow down a bit, but when I'm watching it, and we, if you want, at some point when you're driving, your speed's not always consistent. Did you want to take a pause so we can, you guys can watch it? No, no, it's all right. No, that's right. No, no, I don't want any more information. (laughs) (laughs) Here's Patrick Rankin and he cooked so much. But no, I reckon that one's not as likely. But but like Jackie doing it or Marilyn's ex-husband. Did you say ex-husband? Yeah. Mm. Ex-husband, I think, you know, revenge because they split or revenge for the affairs. It could be more likely because... Bit of motive. Just like, do they have the means to take it out? I don't really think so. So so those were the most, in your opinion, the most unrealistic ones. Yeah. Most left field. What's next? All right. So on to the actual conspiracies. Oh, okay. Yeah, the actual ones. Apart from the one that we obviously all know is true. The head. His head just Just does that. Yeah. Um, The first one is Cuba did it. As in Cuba, the country. Good in Junior, the son of a. Oh a... right, yeah, and the Castro. 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 Yeah. Castro is kind of fuel. <laughs> I know. Do you though? I did because I re-listened to last week's episode and listened to me bring that up. Oh yeah, you dumb shit. I forgot about that. You dumb shit, man. You're friendly tonight, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not tonight. 
She has she has reason. <laughs> anyway, the less we talk about it, the better. Okay. Yes. Agreed. But if the reason is listening. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was just doing. You can't drink. You're pregnant. I was being a dick. <laughs> she still drink virgins. Yeah, she's drinking virgins. Pretend it's alcohol. No. <laughs> Cuba did it. So the CIA attempted many times to assassinate the Cuban president, Fidel Castro. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is a true fact. Very true. You can research it yourself. The US government thought that he posed a threat to national security due to his, uh, well, his alliance with the Soviet Union, among other things. This is in the, the height of the Cold War. And hopefully you'll remember a bit about that from our Hitler episode. I was going to go moon landing. And moon landing. Oh, yep. nice. Cool, cool, yep. cool. Yep. Um, the CIA actually tried some absolutely batshit crazy ways to kill Castro. There were some quite normal attempts, you know, snipers. Tell me the batshit ones. We're going to that. Oh, That's cool, cool, cool. I thought skipping past no, it. No, no, no. There were some quite normal attempts, such as snipers and all that boring stuff. But some of the more bonkers ones, and all of these are true, yeah. include poison pills. Oh. Which, averagely, averagely fun. Mm. An exploding seashell. So, <laughs> Castro loved diving. Uh, so, the CIA actually made... Put a really pretty shell in the ocean near where he liked to dive. Y- y- yeah. That's brilliant. How did you know that? Have you researched no, it? No, it just makes sense. Are you pumping the CIA? Not currently. <laughs> Not what recording. <laughs> so there's a, the, the seashell booby trap. Did it explode wrong? Uh, no, it didn't get an, end up getting attempted because they thought there's too much Oh, because they put wrong. it literally in the ocean. Oh, that would be hard to find. I suppose, yeah. Well, they they, they actually had to sort out because they're going to make it they were going to paint it all bright colours so that he'd be attracted to it like a little magpie. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, like a little Castro magpie. Like the size of a matchbox kind of thing. And they go, let's just put it in the ocean. It could be a big He'll sea- find it. it could be a big <laughs> seashell. Like we'll a make old... it really bright red in the entire ocean and he'll swim over, swim over to I it. I imagine it could be so tiny. It could be like a big conch shell no, or something. No, I know, but I'm just picturing it being like normal matchbox size I kind of thing. I assume that they're like painted just a really, like, unicorn colours with glitter and stuff. Like real pretty. Make it climb the dark. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, didn't oh, end up the current that it would have could have moved. So you know what I mean. They'd oh, okay. <laughs> it just it. flips over upside down because I'm staying away from that TNT. <laughs> <laughs> so that one didn't end up getting attempted. Um, cigars spiked with botulism toxins enough to kill anyone who put one in their mouth. They actually attempted this, but it's not known what happened to the cigars. They went missing. <laughs> a, po- a poison diving suit, as we said. He liked diving. Um, so in the so, lab... Sorry, these are all factual. These terms. are factual. These are factual. Oh, How do you poison a diving suit? I was telling you before you interrupted me. So in the lab, they... I'm not interrupting. I'm setting you up to a carry-on after I interrupted. <laughs> I was literally already carry-on. <laughs> after I interrupted. Okay. So in the lab, they were they're experimenting with putting um, a disease, a skin disease, like a one that get, goes through your skin. So like a what do you Eczema. call it? Like Needle. topical thing in this suit. Ah. So that something would go into the bloodstream. Yeah. So like a, a topical based mm. disease um, in the suit. Now I don't think that they ended up doing that. I think the suit stayed in the lab. So Too many scientists died while yeah, trying to do it. He ended up. He ended up leaving the lab. Well, sorry, the suit didn't end up leaving the lab. Um, a poison needle hidden in a pen, which seems like pretty standard. That's pretty cool. Yep, pretty yep. cool. And uh, my favourite one. Assassination via his ex-lover. 
Marilyn think... Monroe? Oh, no, no, no this, this, is, yeah. this is Cash Row we're talking about, not JFK. Right. I yep. thought just everyone was sleeping all there. Uh, no, I think they were. Yeah. But yeah. So the CIA recruited um, at Marina Lorenz to slip poison into his drink, but she got cold feet and apparently Castro figured out her plan. And she later said, and I quote, he leaned over, he pulls out his forty-five and gives it to me and tells me to kill him. He then smiled and said, you can't kill me. No one can kill me. And he chewed on his cigar. I was deflated. He was so sure of me. Then he grabbed me and we made love. <laughs> Sorry, is that an exact quote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Exact quote. So it just, I don't know, it just feels like he's an absolute legend because his ex-girlfriend comes swanning up to murder him and then he just ends up boning her. And he her. bones her. Yeah, like, yeah. that's brilliant. What a champ. What absolute champ, absolute yeah. legend. Um, yeah, fantastic. Iconic. Well done, Castro. I think the best thing about this is that Castro actually lived to 90 and died of natural causes <laughs> and this was only this isn't a the small snapshot all the way the CIA tried to kill him among other people that tried to kill him like not just the US but this is these were, those were just the ones that tickled my fancy the most you just tricked him with a poisonous vagina I mean oh, that's I what they were it. trying to do but he tricked her out of it no, because she said she was going to poison him. Oh, yeah, so she but should have put like, the poison up a snatch. Yeah. 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 You guys, was, like, you guys are sick. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, 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 okay. No, it's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so some think that Castro organized the hit on JFK because he was a little bit pissed off at all these ridiculous attempts to assassinate him. Like, he just wants to go diving and banging in peace, you know, and smoking a cigar and stuff. So you I can't s- do that because people are, like, trying Castro to poison I assume Castro was this. actually a bit of a uh, anti-American dick, though. He was very anti-American. Okay, so he didn't just want to dive and bang. No, I think that was just 90% of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. It seems okay. like a good life. No, but I mean, I, I like... It's a good, good enough cause to... Like, man, I'm getting tired of these explosive seashells and poisonous <laughs> vaginas that I'll... I might try and stop this from happening. Yeah. It makes sense, it, right. Yeah, it does seem like a good reason yeah. to, to kill him. Um, yeah, so the Kennedys kept trying to off him. The countries were already enemies. That's why they were trying to off him. Um, and, yeah, the revenge for the, the, the whole Bay of Pigs fiasco. So, Bay of Pigs? So the Bay of Pigs fiasco was when... The, uh, my notes are somewhere, but I can't be really trying to find them. It's not related? No, it is It is somewhat relevant, but not overly relevant. Um Cuban exiles with US backing but not official sanctioned backing uh, try to well they try to infiltrate Cuba and they did the invasion of the Bay of Pigs and it was just an absolute fiasco and the US did not come off very well in it we'll get into a little bit more later because um, it is a bit relevant later but sorry that was just the top of my head so if that's ran the wrong way in any way I apologise but yeah, it was basically a bad attempt for ex-Cuban ex-Cubans or exiles after the overthrow of the previous president that Fidel came in and overthrew um, there's a lot of people that were misplaced and had to exile and stuff and were pissed off and wanted to reclaim their homeland and the Bay of Pigs was um, backed by the US but not officially so, sanctioned so is the Bay of Pigs a location? yes and is it actually called and I assume it's in Cuba mm. and I assume it's called the Bay of Pigs yeah okay but when people talk about Bay of, Bay of Pigs invasion they're sort referring of thing to that this happened there. Yeah. yeah okay yeah cool so, evidence that Cuba may have done this. 
Lee Harvey Oswald's ties, which we did go into in part one, but you probably can't remember because part one was just a complete... Oh, I do remember that he wanted to go and live in Cuba for a while. Thank you, Kellen. Well done. Ten points to Gryffindor. I'm a Hufflepuff. Ten points to Hufflepuff. <laughs> Give him that to Hufflepuff. Go on. Hufflepuff. painful for you. Hufflepuff represent. I'm also a Hufflepuff. Do you want to do a Harry Potter podcast? What... what? Conspiracy is there? No, you don't have to do conspiracy. It's just a whole other podcast just talking about Harry Potter. No, we could do Harry Potter fan theories. Oh, okay. Mm. That could yeah. be fun. Yeah. We could drink butterbeer. Every yes, episode. Please. You can't, you're pregnant. <laughs> Growls at you. <laughs> so, evidence of this. Lee Harvey Oswald's ties. Um, he had made desperate attempts to gain a visa and was... In, well, he was a big fan of Castro. So, after a lot of research, I didn't find much to back the idea that it was a Cuban government official hit on uh, JFK, but it does look somewhat plausible that Castro's cronies knew of Oswald plans and unofficially encouraged it. So, so I just want to quickly recap. Harvey... Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald is the shooter. The one that shot JFK. Who was then shot. Who was then shot by Jack Ruby. Yeah, and whose drink namesake we are drinking and he was the one that went to soviet told the like got somehow allowed to come back to the states to live you remembered yeah and he also he tried to tell this was it the cia or the states saying that he knew facts about the america because he was ex-cia possibly we didn't military Yeah, yeah, ex-military. Ex-military. Mm. And he was very, very keen to defect. And he was titled as a defective. Mm-hmm. Mm. A I don't know if it ever went official that he defected. I think we discussed that in the first episode. He said his wish to defect, but I don't think it ever officially became a thing. Well, I thought I thought he was declared yeah, one. Yeah, I thought when he said that he was labelled as a defector. <coughs> Maybe. Don't, no. You're right. From what I can remember, he defected. Are you now unsure about that? No, no. I remember what I was going to get confused about. He verbalised that he wanted to renounce his US citizenship. Mm-hmm. He never actually... The US... The renouncement of the US citizenship never actually went through. So he, he did defect, but he was never renounced as a US citizen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. You're quite correct. So, um, sorry, where was Just I? Just pause and rewind that last sentence of yeah. yeah. Okay, so the the Castro cronies knew of Oswald's plans and unofficially encouraged it. So a declassified FBI document recants the allegation of a couple of FBI informants, Jack and Morris Childs, their brothers, that said that Castro had um, known of Oswald's offers to assist Cuba and also knew of his plan or offer to assassinate JFK. According to unnamed and therefore I wasn't able to verify informants from Cuba, Oswald had been told that if he was successful, he would be flown to Havana afterwards and given a visa. So after this, Employees of a private airfield in Dallas reported that a freelance pilot who was well known to them, and this was one of those rabbit holes where like there are pages and pages of stuff you can get into, but I'm trying to condense it into like one sentence. So there was a freelance pilot who was well known to them, and for a few years he'd um, just been hanging around the airfield, and they all knew him as Butler. And then he randomly got arrested. This is uh, a few months prior to the assassination for illegal arms dealing in Cuba. But then just a few days before the shooting, he turns up and he tells them that Castro had um, had released him. So the pilot had a plane 
bound for Havana on standby and he hung around the depot not doing much for a few days um, but as soon as Oswald is shot by Ruby he flies off and they never see him again and that is um that sort of verified this is uh this is a something that these all these other pilots they went to the FBI and told them this information so we don't know if it's 100% true but these... so sorry just to jump back to the start of this what's the conspiracy for this part this is the Fidel Castro conspiracy this right that he organized it yeah. yeah so this this part the pilot um this is about Oswald being a Cuban asset and that he was going to get flown off to Cuba after the assassination. Right. So this pilot's hanging around and he's got a plane on standby to Havana and um, then Oswald obviously never turns up, he gets shot and the pilot flies off and they never see him again. So when you say afterwards, like do you, like, do you know how long after the shooting? Oh, he hangs around for a couple of days and then Oswald gets shot and then he flies off immediately. Right. Yeah. And so, like, off immediately, like, well, then, like, as soon as it kind of on the news kind of thing, or? I assume within a couple of hours, but the reports weren't overly clear, but I think it, it was the same day. Okay. Okay. So enough to look suspicious. Don't yeah. be suspicious. Oh, I think it's, that definitely could have happened, like, I mean, I, I do believe this was, this is a conspiracy because it's, it's very like, suspicious. Yes. Yeah. Well, you like, you can, I mean, there's no, I think, logic behind that one where you can go, nah, that can't be the case. But we also don't know that it. Like the it kids seemed... don't do that. <laughs> but I mean, with how... It does just do that, obviously. <laughs> we all saw the film. Oh, I saw the film. You, yeah, you're the only one who's seen that film. Oh, shit. Sorry, he's come to get me because yeah. he has to just do that. Because you're the only one that knows. Yeah. Unless, unless it, there was a special person that has superpowers that could look at you and be like, hmm, you're going to blow up now and blow you up. Oh, man, that would be such an awesome... No, no, no. Once again... Heads don't just do that. That requires special superpowers and that person to look at you. Yeah, that's right. The, the conspiracy is heads his just, head just, just did that. Did that. Yeah. Unless they don't know about the superhero, the superhuman person. <laughs> yeah, but then that's the conspiracy. I mean, his maybe, head just maybe did I that. Just made a new one. <laughs> Sometimes heads just do that. Look, you're making her angry. Just drop it, all right? <laughs> Otherwise, my head will just do that. <laughs> but, you know. No, but so that that organized by Cuba. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's at the to make me believe that that isn't it doesn't seem like there's a huge amount of evidence behind that one to me go yes but as far as not believing it you know we're only part way through the Cuba one no I didn't no, well, I, mean, I only, I'll, I'll only paused because you jumped in to start talking at me okay I'll stop talking right I okay, just want to no, say no, that no, oh, quiet. Lee Harvey did split his wrists when he was um, denied a um, Soviet. Russian, thank you, Soviet, a Soviet visa. Um, visa. So he is a bit cray cray. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, pa- carry on. Yeah. So in later interviews, Castro himself denied involvement. In seventy seven, he said that it would have been insanity by Cuba, a provocation. It would have run the risk that our country would have been destroyed by the United States. Nobody who is not insane would have thought about killing Kennedy in retribution. Or done it and own up to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then a few years later, before he just before he died, he um, said in a later interview, there were people in the American government who thought Kennedy was a traitor because he didn't invade Cuba when he had the chance, when they were asking him to. He was never forgiven for that. Lyndon B. Johnson also thought that Cuba may have been involved. And in terms of why it wasn't officially investigated a lot further, the whole Cuban involvement, the government at that point was really worried about setting off World War Three 
because um, they were worried about if they made an official accusation against Cuba or retaliated in any way, that would just set off World War Three. Does Cuba have much of a military force? Like I don't actually know no, much uh, about Cuba. Not so much Cuba, but they were, they were allies of the Soviet Union. So when when you say setting off okay. World War Three, it's not just yeah. United States against Cuba; it's the allies, and they were terrified of the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which we'll know from the whole moon landing one mm. podcast right. yeah. yeah so they were they were terrified of that so in terms of keeping keeping it hidden that seems like a good reason like a whole national security and stuff but in terms of if cuba did it i'm not 100 percent. Com- oh, i'm not actually that convinced at all that cuba was involved mm. but it's a good reason to cover it up yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as if it so are we done with cuba now yes right so uh, back to my <laughs> out of tenness uh, you haven't given me many reasons to not believe it. Okay. Other than your opinion, and I like I put. A but did I give you many reasons to believe it? No. No. Not at all. Oh, sorry, all of that was reasons of why it happened, but it didn't convince me a huge amount. Uh, if I had to, someone said, "Do you reckon Cuba did it right now?" I reckon I would go four out of ten. Okay. Just because there's not that much against it, but it just also wasn't a huge amount. For it and are more leaning towards against. What What do you reckon? Yeah, I'd say probably not, but I couldn't rule it out because of everything that happened between them. Cool. But definitely leaning more towards not. So. So tens, yes, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. One is not not a chance. Maybe like a three four. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Lyndon B. Johnson did it. You all know who Lyndon B. Johnson is. We discussed him multiple yes. times in the last one. Who was he? <laughs> she just looks at me terrified. He was. She's just faking not being a Patrick. No, I'm sorry. The way you were like, this is like stared at me. I was like, this oh is what God. it's like. I know t- a fact. Boom, there's a knife to your throat. Prove it. <laughs> Can either of you tell me who Linda B. Johnson was? We mentioned him multiple times last episode. A week ago. Yeah, a whole week I mean, ago. I was going to say the vice president. Yes, he was. Well done. I panicked when you looked at me like That's that. That's what I, I was going to say. Vice president. It's not what you're going to say. <laughs> At all. Prove it. I can tell because she's sitting there like shatting her pants. <laughs> she looks terrified. And I sit here going, rainbows, lollipops, and <laughs> just, just Patrick smiling. <laughs> you just have to point out the way you looked at me. It was terrifying. You just like turned. You like snapped. And I was like, you oh should my be, God. You should be used to that by now. <laughs> you just see what happens if you walk out of the house without kissing your forehead. <laughs> that was a four-year-old, not me. Anyway. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, (laughs) Lyndon B. Johnson, vice president. Silence, because Hannah says anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So Lyndon B. Johnson has been pointed at by various investigators that he had the motives and means to off JFK. So what were his motives? Well, JFK was planning on dumping Lyndon B. Johnson from the vice presidency and uh, mounting scandals involving Lyndon B. Johnson's were, were... they're all sort of coming to a head at this point in time and they're all about to all sort of come to the news at about the same time and apparently Kennedy was going to drop him because he didn't much like the guy anyway and he was going to take the opportunity to, to drop him at this point. So Lyndon B. Johnson, he, he was ambitious and some accounts say that he was extremely ruthless including a scandal in 48 involving Lyndon B. Johnson falsifying votes to win the Senate election. This went all the way to the um, to the Supreme Court, 
But Lyndon B. Johnson successfully argued that the matter was for the state party and not the federal government. So this isn't just hearsay. This is actually a thing that was in the courts and everything. Um, this was, if you wanted to look further into that, there is a, you can Google Box 13 conspiracy and you can read all about Lyndon B. Johnson's falsification of voting records. Or just tune back in for episode number 39. We won't be going to that in episode 39. We don't have plans oh, for 39. It's a humor. Hit subscribe <laughs> or follow. He did. What was it? The Wayland? Yeah, Dad. Hit subscribe. Was it the Wayland thing? No, not Wayland. What, what was? He, his, he is the one that put together the thing to investigate um, the assassination. Warren. Warren. Yeah, the Warren Commission. The Warren report. Yeah, yeah. There. The Warren Commission. Yeah. I mean, he did make the Warren as opposed to the other so... one done by the SCI. HSCA. HSCA. Yes. I didn't get the number of. Sorry, can't you say? But yeah, like he did put that together so he could have been like putting it together to cover his tracks. Yeah, see, she thinks like a conspiracist. Yeah, it's because she's a murderer. Have you seen her family? I do quite enjoy. um, What? Finish that sentence. What do you enjoy? Serial killer documentaries is what I was going to say. Been in them? I enjoy them too, though. They're no. really good. I fall asleep to them. Is that weird? No, they're... they're I, I, okay, horror movies, murder, I, I occasionally have yeah, nightmares because I watch horror movies and like get freaked out when I'm home alone. But, but yeah, I murder mystery dogs. Doc- sleep oh, like gosh. a fucking baby. Yes. Yeah. Campbell thinks I'm insane. I think you're both insane. Thank you, Busby. Thank you, Busby. <laughs> Remember, I do need to kill you at some point. <laughs> she keeps threatening us. <laughs> oh, we should put on an Instagram. <laughs> the, fa- the photo of her threatening you with a knife the first time met her. Have it. I have it on my old Snapchat I'm sure I've got it somewhere. Yeah. Like the very, the very first time I met Caitlin, I, I turned up at Hannah's place where, and you were living together at the time, eh? I was like 16 yeah. or 17. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I pulled up outside, get out of my car, out on the roadside, and this cute little girl comes out and holds a knife to my throat. It's four, this 4 foot 11. <laughs> Do you hit I'm my not sister? Four foot I will slit Sorry, your throat, five foot. Five foot one. Possibly too. She's like got a th- knife to his throat, probably not even very sharpened, and he's like, yeah, "If you hurt her, I'll." I think the photo's back inside though, because I came in and sat down, and she just yeah. like walked past me, like touched the shoulder, and I was like, "Why is she flirting? This is a bit weird." And then the knife touches my throat. <laughs> this isn't a flirt. <laughs> no, Sinclair's. <laughs> it's so hard to read. Yeah, like sluts or murders. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So there, there is evidence that Lyndon B. Johnson was falsifying these votes. And, um, yeah, he argued that the matter was the state party, not the federal government. So he kind of got away with it. Allegations um, include one by Billy Sol Estas. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it terribly. Is he from Cuba? I don't know. Um, Estas was a fraudulent businessman and friend of Lyndon B. Johnson's. In the 80s, after Lyndon B. Johnson's death, Estos... Estas... Estas made a voluntary confession to the Texas Grand Jury. He alleges at this point in time that Lyndon B. Johnson had ordered the killing of the main investigator in a fraud scheme that Lyndon B. Johnson and Estas were involved in. And it was carried out by Malcolm Wallace, who was apparently Lyndon B. Johnson's personal hitman. Can I just take two seconds, sorry, to interrupt here, because I just I really want to put the ice away from the cocktails. Oh, yeah, it's melting on my top. Yeah, yeah, so uh, the carry on, I'm just going to step top. away. Yeah. 
So Estes said that he would also provide evidence that Lyndon B. Johnson ordered eight other hits and that he would provide this information in return for immunity. But this wasn't followed up by the court. So he didn't end up going forward with all this other information. But he did maintain that Lyndon B. Johnson was behind JFK's death. So the... Who said that? Estes. So the, the next allegations we have is from a one Madeline Brown. Now Madeline Brown alleges that she was a long term mistress. So, sorry, is that the end of the Estas conspiracy? That's the end of the Estas, but we're all we're still in the LBJ conspiracy. LBJ. Lyndon B. Johnson. Come on now. <laughs> right, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, no. So that was just like one person that said some one stuff about him. Right, you know, the I'm next just person that says some stuff about him is Madeline Brown. Now, she alleges that she's a long-term mistress of Lyndon B. Johnson's. So, in the 80s, this is after Lyndon B. Johnson's death, who died in 73, she claimed that Lyndon B. Johnson knew both Ruby and Oswald, and also that the night prior to the assassination, she was at a party with Lyndon B. Johnson, and he met with some men, possibly Edgar Hoover, um, who was head of the FBI at that point, Richard Nixon and other powerful men. And afterwards, he told her, as in Linda B. Johnson told her, after tomorrow, these goddamn Kennedys will never embarrass me again. That's not a threat. That's a promise. And that was her allegation. But who knows? So Lyndon B. Johnson was also the one, if we, as Caitlin pointed out before, that he, he picked out all the main investigators for the Warren Commission. He in, what? He picked out all the oh, main investigators right. for the Warren Commission. Um, and he had a lot of power over the whole commission. So a lot of people think it's just, you know. To quickly recap, was the first investigation into his death? Not the second Yeah, the Warren was, one, was the first one. And yeah. by the HSCA's account, it was done quite poorly and didn't go into a lot of Enough relevant detail. right. details. Yeah. 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 So that was... Lyndon B. Johnson, again, we could have gone further into it, but it's all, at this point, it's all just like, this person alleges, and it's really hard to... A lot research. of he said, she said kind of stuff. Yeah, but he had, he, had the, he had some motive, and he obviously he had the means, because as soon as Jeff K. died, he was de facto, or he was president. As soon as he dies, he becomes yep. president. Yep. And then yep. he got sworn in like half an hour later, or whatever it was. Um so after that, he's got a lot of power over investigations to, to cover anything up. Um, and he also had a lot of, like, mob ties and, and everything. Oh, okay. Um, which mob ties is not sort of fuel. To, way, yeah. Sorry, to quickly interrupt, and just so I can talk a little bit while you nearly finish your cocktail, What what's your thoughts on it, the cocktail? It's okay. I think it needs a little bit of work doing to it. I think it needs a little bit more sour, and it needs to be shaken with more ice. Look, oh, okay. How much ice did you put in? I put a handful in, but because someone lost my um, cocktail shaker lid, I was mainly doing a... Me? No, it was Jim. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, right, under my, right. it's under my stove. Do you need my midget baby size? No, there's no way you can get in there. Oh, right. I, I'll sort that out another time. Okay. I've got really small... Mm, I mean, you weren't going to get in there. No, no, no I'll take something apart as well. Take, can you, have, you, have you seen that? That thing goes whole round focus, around focus, the outside. Focus. I just oh, no. I, I actually thought it wasn't too bad. Oh, I agree. Like it was a little bit popish, but it's gin based, and I like gin, so I I wasn't I was a fan of it. I could I could get Titanic on that one. Okay, good. Yeah. Sorry, can you sing? 
She can't remember. She's, she's got, got crafty oh, little fingers. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, she like, has. There are so many plots for, like, movies and books where the second in command of, like, anything, like, monarchy, presidency, blah, 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 will take the, like, you know, the next in line to take over whatever, and they kill the person in charge. So, I mean, it, it is it is definitely is something you could see happening. What's that TV series where the, where the vice president has that ring on his finger and likes to double tap it on the table? Um... And the main actor got accused of pedophilia, I think, kind of. Ooh. Um, no, no. No, no. It's a presidential politician. I know the guy you're talking about. There's a guy from... Kevin Spacey? Yeah, Kevin Spacey. And what was the name of his... I I didn't watch it, but I know... Oh, it's, a, it's actually like the first... I only seen like maybe the first season or two. Phenomenal. Like, it's a really Was Kevin good, Spacey the president or the... No, he's number two. The beta. Yeah, yeah. He's the uh, Jack Ruby. No. What? The, um, the vice president? Lyndon B. Johnson? He's the Lyndon B. Johnson. Sorry, Jack Ruby's the drink. Shaking your head, justifiably. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, no, it is a really good... I want to say, it's not House. When I was saying like, The House, I was like, man, I don't, like, don't know. Fading this. But a really good series and very... Lots of nice fuel to number twos killing their way up kind of thing. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. House of Cards. Yes, that's what it, it was called. House called. of Cards, yeah, yeah. So the next theory is that the Mafia did it. 1979, so we go back to the um, HSCA for this. Mm-hmm. In the report they wrote that the committee believes on the basis of the evidence available to it that the National Syndicate of Organised Crime as a group was not involved in the assassination of President Kennedy, but that the available evidence does not preclude the possibility that individual members may have been involved End quote. So, National Syndicate of Organised Crime. Yes. So, that's the name of the Mafia in a, an official they're, sense? They're talking about organised crime as a whole, which includes the Mafia, yes. But it makes it sound like they are overall organised? Well, the Mafia is very organised. No, no, but you said it's talking about it all as a whole. Yes, yeah, so they're talking about organised crime as a whole. Right, okay. So, organised crime. Yeah, yeah right, right, yeah. yeah. It just Not made it seem like there was a president of criminals, crime. Oh, kind of is. Kind of no, not just of the mafia. Of all crime, there is a top dog. Okay, I'm not arguing this against that. I'm just, just like, cool, I didn't know it had an official name. They were saying that there was no evidence that it was on a group conspiracy. Although, if you remember from previously, they did the HSCA did conclude that they thought that it may have been a conspiracy. But remember that conspiracy doesn't necessarily mean like a real big conspiracy. Conspiracy just means like, I think the official... Uh, meaning or conspiracies like two or more conspirators, I think. Um, so they, they did say that they think it was a conspiracy, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's like government or mafia or Cuba or whatever. It just means that it was like multiple conspirators would mean a conspiracy. Man, at the end of the season, we need to do a Thomas ask questions kind of thing. It would never end. <laughs> yeah, Busby, I think your brain would explode. No. No, he just that, goes that his rock. I was going to say that would imply that it absorbs information. It doesn't. No, one fact would, be, would just... No, because no, he facts all the time. His, his brain is like immune to facts. They just bounce off. Mm, like, I, I see that. No, it's just selective. Okay. I'm good at facts. Name me a fact. About? Anything. What is your favourite fact? Give me, give me a true fact. A true fact. Yeah, about... All right, give me a true fact about Australia. 
Do you know what the capital of Australia was? Before Canberra? Mm-hmm. No. Neither. <laughs> uh, a fact about Australia, it is... No, I don't know. No, I can't think Home of a fact Rabbit off the top of my fence. head. Pardon? Home to the rabbit-proof fence. Oh, it doesn't have the most, uh, the highest collection of poisonous animals on the planet. I mean, probably. I think that's a fact. I'm not going to fact check you. That, but, but it might just be poisonous snakes or poisonous spiders or something. There is something incredibly, think... or maybe it's the deadliest country on earth when you consider, or you consider it from a, this is a complete sidetracked. Sorry, let's, let's carry on the podcast, yeah. Okay, um, where was I? So yeah, they they did not preclude the possibility that organised crime was a factor, they just couldn't prove that it was. Right, like yeah. quite a few of our previous conspiracies on this episode. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So Robert Blakely, he was an attorney and war professor, and a um, he was one of the council members of the HSCA. So he later wrote in a book that he published um, that the New Orleans mafia boss, Carlos Marcelo, was likely involved. And a, a lot of other researchers have also tipped Marcelo as a mastermind behind the assassination. Um, as to why Marcelo would want to do this, the Kennedys were orchestrating a huge crackdown on organized crime, uh, particularly Bobby Kennedy, which is JFK's younger brother, and he was named, I think it was Attorney General. Um, after... Th- after Kennedy was sworn in as president, and apparently this goes back before then, when Kennedy was running for president, they actually managed to get like quite a lot of donations and power from certain mobs and organized crime syndicates. And then after he came in, they were all like, nah, fuck you, and had this massive crackdown on organized crime. And Bobby Kennedy um, was at the forefront of this. So obviously, if this is true, the mob was massive pissed off at this like we all helped you and now you're just like betraying us so they they viewed it as a as a massive a little bit ironic yeah it was could be argued as a massive betrayal like they helped him well they helped them and then they're like oh yeah nah now we're gonna just like crack down organized crime which is how you earn your living yeah 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 so marcello was one of these people that was was affected um, so after JFK appointed his brother as as the Attorney General, um, Bobby actually had Marcelo deported to Guatemala, which interestingly enough, he was actually a Guatemalan resident. He just put us put randomly put Guatemala on his like I think his passport or whatever. Who sorry, who? Bobby. Bobby Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he deported Marcelo. Oh, sorry, Marcelo was deported, right, yeah, yeah. to Guatemala. But um, it didn't take Marcelo very long to sneak back into the USA. So this is also where a couple of the mysterious deaths from last week tie in. So if you remember, John Rosselli, he was the one whose body was found in Audrum. Mm-hmm. So he died sort of like around this time. And Charles Nicoletti, he was the one who was shot in the head three times. Um, He also died around this time. And Santo, uh, no, sorry, Sam Giancana, who I didn't list last time, but he was a high-profile mobster. Um, He was also summoned to testify for the HSCA. But he was shot before his HSCA appearance. Um, So these all happened, like, within a short space of time. And these people were all implicated within the same sort of 
within the same sort of group of people um, and same sort of same reasons. But uh, back to Marcelo, even the HSCA themselves, they um, reported credible information that both Ruby and Oswald both had dealings with Marcelo, and apparently he even admitted involvement, uh, this Marcelo this is, to cellmates um, during a prison stint for various crimes, that he was involved in the Kennedy assassination. And he also donated to Linda B. Johnson's campaign because he was quite against the Kennedys. So he donated to Linda B. Johnson's campaign. And I also believe that he donated to um, Nixon's campaign after this. So that was that was Marcelo. So a little bit of a dodgy guy. Um, a little bit of reasons to want to kill him. And being such a high-profile mobster, he obviously had you know, a lot of people that could that could do this for him. So um, another person in, in, on this list is Santo Traficante Jr. I hope I'm pronouncing Traficante correctly, but I'm probably not. So he is recognised as one of the most powerful mafia leaders in the US, like like ever. Like he was top dog. He was Godfather level. Um, he was an um, just like huge in that scene his, his father who was Sam Traficante senior he had he was running like a whole bunch of different areas and then Sam Traficante junior who we're talking about when he came into power after his father died he like conglomerated all these different areas and got some new areas and he just became like a huge big mafia boss dude I, th- I think the godfather reference was a good one thank mm-hmm. you yeah yes so an FBI informant called Jose Ailman, he reported to the FBI that during conversation with Traficante, that Traficante responded when Jose mentioned about Kennedy serving for a second term. He goes, no, Jose, he's going to be hit, which is a damn shame because he didn't take the opportunity to say no way, Jose. That last bit was mine. <laughs> Sorry, the first bit was and mine. And that concludes season one. <laughs> that is the end of season one. The whole reason we've been doing this. <laughs> so we've been leading up to it. Um, however, when Jose was called to testify at the HSCA... Do you know if No Way Jose was a saying back then? And is, I, did, Where's that even originate from? I don't know. I'll ask Google later. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Sorry, interesting. Karen. Yeah. Um, so, so later on, No Way Jose was called to testify at the HSCA, <laughs> but he changed his tune during his testification testific- no <laughs> and said that he meant hit politically, which I say in quotation marks. So when they when they reiterated this quote back to him, and they're like, you said that he said that Kenny was going to be hit, and he's like, oh, no, bro, I meant he's going to be hit politically. So he changed his tune massively, but he like he's going to take a hit. Like, you know, and that still makes it sound like a murder. But like, 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 drop him down a peg, kind of thing. Yeah, but rather this, than be assassinated. But um, this Jose dude, he reported this conversation to the FBI, as in like, oh, he's going to be hit, and the FBI didn't quite take it seriously, but they noted it down. But they they assumed it was like a mafia. Brigado, like like just being like big balls talking to each other, right, yeah. so they didn't take it seriously. But he was, he said very, ser- and he reported to them, being like, they said that he was going to be hit, and then he gets called in for official questioning, and he's like, oh no, I didn't mean that. I just they might have said that he was going to be hit politically, and he 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 did state that he was scared for his life, and that he couldn't he couldn't testify that he meant hit. And this is Jose. Physically, this is Jose. Right. And that he might have meant something else and that he wasn't 
that he wasn't a, a good witness because he couldn't actually guarantee what he actually meant by those words. So it just sounds like he got scared in between and was all like, mm, I'm not going to say those things at yeah. the HSCA because I'll get my balls chopped off. I don't want to die. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Many people don't want to die, but it seems like a lot of people well, around Kennedy did, yeah, did get yeah. unalived. Yeah. yeah. Um, a traffic Angie's own lawyer thought that he was involved and he claimed to relay messages between Traficante and Jimmy Hoffa. Now, I assume we all know who Jimmy Hoffa is. I am shaking my head. But why? Like, we're up to episode six. Have you heard the name Jimmy Hoffa? Like, does that name sound... Is he sound... a pedophile? That's Jimmy Savile. Right. No, I haven't heard of Jimmy Hoffa then. I think you're going to need to explain to Buzz. Okay, so Jimmy Hoffa is like... Really super duper famous. Is it TV related? Because I don't watch TV. No, it's not TV related. Radio? No. Okay, how's he famous? He was very famous because at this point in time in history, he was like super duper famous. Um, he was head of the Teamsters, which is like, it sounds lame, but it's not lame. It's like a union of like truck drivers and other things. And he was... How, like, how would I know of him? Because he's really, really, really famous. No, but like... But, Hang on, I hadn't even finished okay. my story. Okay, okay. So the Teamsters, which was like a union of like truck drivers and other things of that ilk. Yeah. And he was working for them since he was 14. And then he was ended up being their president and stuff. Um, he also had mob ties. The whole Teamsters thing had mob ties. And Jimmy Hoffa had massive mob ties. And he's, he's most famous because no one knows where his body is. Uh, because he just went missing. Like Hitler. Mm, yeah, except... A little bit different because there are some people that say that they saw Hitler's body and there was proof that he died and stuff. But Jimmy Hoff, his, his body went missing there, I think it was the mid-70s, and no one knows where it is. Although, I, um, not recently, this is like ages ago, so not in this week's research, but like, I'm talking about like maybe a year or so or whatever. I did read that there was really good evidence that his body was encased in cement in a bridge somewhere. I don't want to say the Brooklyn Bridge. Probably wasn't a Brooklyn Bridge, just some other bridge. His body might be encased in cement in a bridge. Um, now, I don't think he was killed because of JFK. I think he was killed because of all his other mob associations. And he also went to prison, and his vice president stepped up to be head of the Teamsters. And then apparently when he got out, everyone else was like, oh, we really liked your vice president. And that's sort of like the point he died. But anyway. You still haven't really explained how, like, how I would know of him. Because he was really super fucking famous and his disappearance was really famous and it's what one of the unsolved mysteries. In the, in the conspiracy world, he's famous? I think just in general. Like, you don't have to be a conspiracist to know that Princess Diana is famous. I would like to hear your opinions, please, listeners. If you're, if, if, if you're listening to this, please head over to the Instagram page, the underscore tinfoil underscore tavern. Find a post related to this podcast and let us know if you have ever heard of who? Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Thank you all for listeners. We've got, we've got more than that. We're up to about 40. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You do, do you even know 40 people? Uh, like how well? Well enough to listen to your podcast? No. <laughs> no, so it's it's... Even two of my sisters don't listen to it. Yeah, yeah. So you're doing, you're doing. And my brother. Your, you're doing better than your social circle. Does your brother know this exists? Yeah, I told him okay. at the airport. Okay. Yeah. Are you laughing in your face? No, he did that ash nod. He's like, hmm. Hmm. I'm That's not entertained. Literally, what he did when I told him I was pregnant. 
<laughs> I'm not even kidding. He was like, hmm. Mm. You started a podcast. Uh, no, no. What? I can picture right. his face perfectly. Hmm. So, yeah, Traficante's own lawyer thought that he was involved, uh, as in his lawyer thought that Traficante was involved, and he claimed to have relayed messages between Traficante and Jimmy Hoffer, and that's when we got off, off on that little tangent. Um, so, yeah, Jimmy Hoffer is apparently sending messages <coughs> between himself and Traficante about taking a hit out on JFK, but obviously I can't verify this because that is based on the word of this lawyer. Um, and the reason they chose the lawyer is because they thought that they would have like um, client confidentiality type things. So he, they thought that he'd make a good sort of like message runner because he wouldn't be able to tell people what the message said because of the whole client confidentiality. But he's a snitch. Yeah, except he's only, he only started snitching like after most of these people are dead. I mean, he's still a snitch and snitch still gets stitches and he's a little bitch because he's a snitch. But yeah, he did wait till they died at nice least. Nice little line there, like a, a gangster mobster listenership just skyrocketed. Yeah, thank you. I'm a poet yeah. and a rapper. All rappers are poets. Yeah. So there are many more names and informants related to the mob aspect, um, but I won't go into all of it because it's all just like a whole list I'm just gonna let your cat out. of yeah, names going. again because... Like as soon as you start researching one, you just go into a whole rabbit hole of the next one. So, um, yeah, I won't I won't go into any more names of the the whole mafia side of things this episode because it's open just the door. Your cat runs away from the door. Did you, is she, Classic oh, cat. Yeah. <laughs> you some cheese, baby girl. No, I'll feed her cheese. You keep you keep podcasting. Okay, so um, I, I did read a lot of claims from ex-mafia members about knowing who who killed jfk so like a lot of these has been a lot of books have been written and published about this and like so many people that have been that have claimed to be involved with the mafia or um actually in the mafia who have come forward like in the last couple of decades even like quite recently saying that they know who's implicated or that they themselves were implicated um and yeah some of the names we just discussed came up quite quite a lot repeatedly um so that's why the names that i listed before and all the little verbs and st- the, the little blurbs and stuff that i put with them that's why i chose those, those ones because they're the ones where the names were coming up quite a lot um and in terms from of last week no the ones i just went through oh sorry right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's the reason why i chose those ones but we could go into it like we could go for pages more about all these people that testified saying oh my my dad was ex-mafia and he told me this or i'm ex-mafia and this 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 but this, it just got to a point where it's just like an information dump and all these just names i'm just throwing at you and it's just too yeah, much yeah 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 so this poor little brain just looks like it's overloaded yeah it is a bit overloaded so i have a big brain we no all, you have a big head it's quite hard <laughs> but there's a brain yeah it's quite dense it's very very it's very dense dense so the, the last theory that going into Portion Night is the CIA did it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is actually the most, probably the most plausible, which is why I've left it to last. Plausible um, of tonight or plausible of all of them? Uh, plausible of all of them. So next week we're not going to go so much into conspiracies. We're going to go into all the physical evidence that insinuates that the um, the mainstream the mainstream reporting of his death wasn't accurate and it's like that's a whole big that's a whole big thing oh, okay so, so yeah. next week is proof that it's been covered up 
Yeah, weirdness right. and being covered up. No, right. So not death and stuff. There's all next week is going to be like all the physical evidence, which I thought I was going to condense into this one, but it's just it's actually too much to put into one because right. it's just so expensive. Do you reckon? And that's going to make a whole episode on its own. Yeah, it'll probably be about the same same length as as these ones. So I could probably okay. condense them all to like two and a half hour ones each, but. I didn't know going into it how the timings were going to work out. So that's my bad. But Oh, good. So, so, okay, so this is your favourite conspiracy, CIA. Um, yeah, not favourite because it's not the most, Sorry, most interesting. Realistic. It's the most realistic. Obviously, my favourite is that his head just did that. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the most, the most realistic. So reasons why the CIA, the CIA may have done it. So JFK wanted to withdraw from the Vietnam War. Um, this is all true. Uh, which the CIA did not want. And his refusal to send an escort for the whole Bay of Pigs fiasco was another reason why the CIA were pissed off at him. And um, GFK also... um, JFK. Yeah, JFK. He also fired the head of the CIA, Alan Dulez, in 61. And JFK also cut the funding of the CIA by 20%. And this bit I can't verify, but... According to multiple sources, JFK was said to have said that um, he wanted to shatter the CIA into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds. This was mainly after the whole Bay of Pigs fiasco. Um, He was on really bad terms with the CIA after that. And yeah, apparently he said that and apparently the CIA were pissed off at him and he hated them. And after this, they just had less sort of feud going on. So if the last theory saw Ruby linked to the Mafia. This one sees Oswald linked to the CIA quite quite strongly. CIA. Yeah, yep. Central Intelligence Agency. Yeah, I'm just... I wasn't sure you were saying that. Remember when you said conspiracy instead of... Cough? Episode one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been holding on to that since, yeah. So as discussed in part one... Oswald defected to the USSR, but he got back to the country with suspicious ease, including with his wife, who is um, a Soviet citizen, and she just managed to get into the country as well. And they even gave him that that loan that you might remember me talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 that transition loan. The yeah. uh, re, repatriation loan. So that was all very suspicious because he kind of defected, and then he just like hung out in the USSR for a bit, and they gave him like um, they gave him like a furnished apartment and stuff, and um, a sub. A subsidization, subsidization over his salary and all the that. The US decided. Yeah, the US yeah. decided. Yeah. And then after all this, the US just like let him back in with. This is a reference for episode one for anyone yeah. not following. You should have gone back. Yeah. Yeah. So he just got back in with with zero problems. So after this, um, go back to episode one if you haven't listened to it to see what he did in between these times, um, and then up until the shooting. So Oswald's own mother believed that. He, Oswald, was recruited and sent to the USSR as um, part of CIA stuff. And even um, some members of the commission noted Oswald's CIA ties, including a former CIA accountant, James Walcott, who testified that Oswald was a known agent. So that all seems very suspicious to me. Do you want to say it? Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. So in 1966, <laughs> Jim Garrison, he was New Orleans district attorney. 
he started his investigation into the assassination and he ended up concluding that right-wing extremists within the CIA were responsible and he implica- implicated one Clay Shaw and also... Implica- sorry, what? He implicated Clay Shaw, who's a person. Right. Um, along with David Ferry and Guy Bannister. Now, he didn't have enough evidence to arrest Bannister and David Ferry had a very convenient death at that point in time. Um, so he just arrested Clay because the other ones, well, he wasn't able to get the evidence and David Ferry was unalived. So Garrison did actually believe that David Ferry was offed. However, he, he didn't actually have an official autopsy, but it was assumed and his cause of death went down. Uh, so like originally they reported that it was um, a suicide but then later on, it was assumed that he actually had an aneurysm. But he had no, he actually didn't have an official autopsy. So we, we don't actually know that it was an aneurysm. It's just all the, the physical evidence points towards that. But we don't know for certain. And Jim Garrison thought that he was actually murdered. And a weird thing about him is that he, when his body was found, they, they did find a couple of suicide notes. But he didn't commit suicide. Apparently, he had an aneurysm. So he had a couple of suicide notes, but he died a natural death, like in within those few days, which is very odd. Um, and also, he told his wife that he was a dead man a few days before he did die because of um, yeah because of his involvement with the assassination and the people that were implicated. And he said that he was a dead man, and then he was a dead man. And it's just weird that it was it was an aneurysm, despite the fact that he'd said that he was a dead man beforehand, and he wrote uh, a couple of suicide notes beforehand. It, it could th- be a little bit like the Titanic hitting an iceberg, though. What do you mean? Well, that wasn't the plan, but it just, just happened. Good, good luck. Well, or bad, bad luck. luck. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. luck in general. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. That, or that's- sorry, just suspicious timing. It's very suspicious timing, and mm. I actually did spend a little bit of time trying to Google whether you can have whether you can assassinate someone with an aneurysm, but I didn't find much. But no, but also if it was very effective, it wouldn't be just on the internet. No, that's true. To be suspicious, no, that's true. And, and unless they say it was an aneurysm and it wasn't an aneurysm, well, yeah, because he didn't have an official autopsy. Exactly. Yeah, so the coroner decided that it was, that the, the evidence pointed towards an aneurysm, but they didn't have an official autopsy, so no one actually knows. Can an aneurysm kill you? What, what, what is an aneurysm? It's a brain bleed. Mm. Okay, that sounds like it could kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, definitely can kill you. Yeah, yeah, it's an, yeah. It is a genuine natural cause of death, and you're not like super common, but it's a relatively common one. Like, oh. it's not rare. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so that was a, a little bit odd that he was writing these suicide notes and also telling people that he was going to be a dead man and then he just unalived by natural means. Um, that, is, that is very odd. Mm. Were the suicide notes in his handwriting? Oh, that's a good question. I don't or know. Typewriting. I, I don't know if they're in his handwriting. If they're just um, those two suicide notes that they attributed to him. So, yeah, unsure. Maybe he was scared he was going to be, like, tortured so he was going to commit suicide. Yeah. Or had just a really, really well-timed... Yeah. Aneurysm. Aneurysm. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. 
So in, in Garrison's trial, as in the, gar- the trial that Garrison set up, um, he claimed that he would prove that Kennedy was shot from multiple locations and that Oswald had been conspiring with Clay Shaw. Uh, Clay Shaw being the only person who was actually able to be arrested because obviously Dave Ferries we just established because everyone deaded. died. Yeah, uh, and the other one he didn't actually have enough evidence to to arrest him. Uh, so yeah, this is well, this went to trial and Clay Shaw is well, I, he kind of goes down history as the only person that's ever been gone to trial, well, that ever has gone to trial for um, the conspiracy to murder JFK. No one else has ever been to trial for it because. Everyone else died. Everyone else died or they have enough <laughs> yeah. evidence, yeah. So in this trial, in Garrison's trial, he claimed that he'd, he'd proved that Candy was shot from multiple locations and that Oswald had been conspiring with, with Clay Shaw. Other notable things from the trial. Roger Craig, who you may you may recognise his name from last time. No. Nah. Okay, so he was, he was the cop and he testified um, that he saw... Oswald jumping into a car. Now he shot the shooter's shooter. No, 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 that was that was Jack Ruby. Give me two seconds. I'll just like flip back through the tome of research. Yeah. All right. Here it is. <clears throat> so if we just go back to part one, Roger Craig was a sheriff in Dallas, and he was one of the officers on the scene of the assassination. He was one of the officers who rushed to the Texas Book Depository, which, if you remember, is where... Um, the location of the shooting. Yep. And where, he... Or, where Lee Harvey worked. Question mark. Yep, question, yep he worked there. Question mark. And apparently me. shot from there. Quotation mark. And Roger Craig was a witness to the Warren Commission, but his statements went against some of the accepted story, including um, the time of Officer Tibbetts' shooting. So the the type of rifle that they found, he went against that and said it was a different type of rifle. And he also said that he saw Oswald getting into a getaway car. Now, he that was in the Warren Commission. And then later on, what we are talking to before I jump back to part one, we are talking with the HSCA. And he um, went further and to say that the, the driver that he saw had a, a dark complexion. So Roger Craig... He was part of the suspicious deaths. He was shot in 67, but he survived. And then a car tried to run off the road in 73, oh, but oh, he survived. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 74, he was again shot, but survived. And he finally died in 75 from a self-inflicted gunshot, in quotation marks. Um, from another cop? Or no, it was self-inflicted. Oh, sorry, not the accidental yeah, shooting one. Sorry, I'm thinking yeah, of a yeah, different, different shooting. One. Sorry, yeah. uh, it's in quotation marks because I think he shot himself a few times, and people were like, mm, "How do you do that?" But um, he he shoots out the first time, I guess. <laughs> True. Um, he had claimed to those close to him that the mafia were out to kill him. Um, sorry, I just got to actually go back to where I was. So and so quickly, what was his name again? Uh, Roger Craig. Roger Craig. Right. Yeah. So as you, I'm just gonna. Waffle for a quick moment while you recap. But yeah. Forward to episode two? Yeah, forward. Uh, well, no, no, we're past there. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to find it because I went back. Just keep waffling a bunch of So, so the, this, the, what's the title of the, this conspiracy? The CIA. Yeah, the CIA did it. Yeah. And, oh man, I'm struggling to keep up with facts. <sighs> Patrick. Yeah. Okay, go. <laughs> quick little recap, Caitlin, go. <laughs> oh, you put oh, me on this, the spot. Is, no, 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 this is exactly what it's like. So we just went through 
we went through a jump back to part one about Roger Craig. Um, so in this situation, um, when he was testifying to the HSCA, he said that he'd witnessed Oswald jumping into a car after the assassination and the car was driven by a man with a dark complexion. So another witness testified that she saw two men in the window of the school book depository and one was wearing um, a pale shirt and the other one was wearing um, a, a, suede, a suede jacket, possibly. So that was two people that, that she saw. Now, uh, his key witness in the court case was a Perry Russell, who testified that he had attended a party um, at David Ferry's house and met Oswald there, as well as Clay, Clay Shaw, whose who's trial we're currently talking about. And he heard them discussing Kennedy, uh, the, the whole Kennedy assassination, this is before the assassination, uh, so including plans to triangulate the crossfire and also arranging alibis. So the case was somewhat hampered by... Just talking about this openly at a party? Yeah, apparently. Okay. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Like, why did you do that? But... It could have well, been I like know, it's the seventies, like I don't. It could have been a real lame party, or just like a real awesome party. Everyone's in LSD and just talk about all that say, shit. They yeah, thought everyone was high or drunk and wasn't paying attention, but yeah. actually, yeah. they could have been on some hella drugs. So the case was a little bit hampered by missing witnesses who left New Orleans after they received their summons, and apparently, quite a few of them went off to states where they didn't actually abide by the rules of uh, extradite, extraditation, extradition, extradition. Yeah. Yeah, so the yeah. states... Like, like deportation. Yeah, but they're all American citizens, but the states refused to extradite them for the court case. So they, uh, a few of them, like, ran off t- so they didn't have to testify. So the jurors found Clay Shaw not guilty. However, later some anonymous interviews with members of the jury said that some jurors were convinced that there was a conspiracy, but they, as they as in the court, failed to adequately link Clay to it. And of course, in court, um, it's beyond reasonable doubt. So you can have like quite a lot of evidence against someone, but unless you can prove beyond reasonable doubt that they're guilty, you have to find them not guilty. Yeah. yeah. So there wasn't enough evidence to adequately link Clay Shaw to the conspiracy, but they did actually think there was a conspiracy, but that's not what the court case was about. It was about Clay Shaw and whether he was guilty, but they were unable to actually ascertain that he he himself was guilty. Um, so they had to find him not guilty, but apparently they were convinced that there was a conspiracy. It's just the evidence was too scant to be able to say, Yes, he's guilty of anything. To be beyond reasonable doubt. Yeah. So um, another name in this one is David Atlee Phillips. So he's been implicated but never charged, unlike the other ones, um, based on witnesses linking him to Oswald. As recently as 2007, uh, the sons of a prominent CIA agent, E. Howard Hunt. Now, you may know his name uh, from the Watergate scandal fame. He He was a big wig in that. Quite a famous dude. So E. Howard Hunt, um, now he claimed that he had told... Was his first name Ethan? I don't know what his first name was. I don't think it was Ethan Hunt. Okay. Maybe it was. I'm very sure that's... They do think Ted Cruz was... Was a Zodiac killer, so maybe. Okay. Wait, what? (laughs) It's not a real thing. The Zodiac killer's not a real thing? No, the Zodiac killer's a real thing, but... 
Ted Cruz isn't the Zodiac killer. Oh, oh it's right, Tom sorry. Cruise. Oh, I mean, sorry, I was. Why really... is it Tom Cruise? Oh, I think Tom Cruise is probably more likely than Ethan Hunt as the Zodiac killer. Like Tom Cruise is creepy. No, Ethan Hunt's Tom Cruise's character in Mission Impossible. E Hunt. Okay. Yeah. I think you said Tom Cruise I... was a Zodiac killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my successful like, sidetrack ever. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, anyway. E. Howe's Hunt's sons claimed that um, after his death that he told them a whole bunch of shit about being involved in the assassination. And he he also named David Atlee Phillips as someone who was involved, as well as Linda B. Johnson and also Cord Mayer. So Cord Mayer we went into in the previous episode, and his wife was um, JFK's mistress, whose death we went into in the previous episode. So they waited until the father's death to come forward with this information. Um, and yeah, they basically said that he was involved in the assassination and that he'd said that David Alley Phillips, Lindsay Johnson and a whole bunch of other people were, were actually part of it. There is another strange little mystery of a possible Oswald impersonator that happened. Now, a researcher hired by the HSCA, he thought um, there was someone that may have been pretending to be Oswald. Now, he thought that it was David, but this was never actually proven. However, this researcher thought that the impersonator in question, so that the impersonator that we're talking about, um, it's actually a well-grounded theory. Well, it's not even a theory, it's just a well-grounded fact. So it was confirmed by the FBI director, um, Edgar Hoover, at the time, and it's still to this day unresolved. So it was, it was very likely that an individual claiming to be Oswald contacted the Soviet embassy in Mexico City inquiring about any messages that may have come for him and there's a whole lot of um, like FBI files that you can actually look at yourself where they're trying to figure out who this person was and they they realized that it probably wasn't Oswald so the FBI agents like high-ranking FBI agents they reviewed photos and voice recordings of this visit and they concluded that it wasn't Oswald and this went all the way up to Lynn B. Johnson who was of course the president at the time um from Edgar Hoover Edgar J. Hoover the FBI director and Edgar J. Hoover was basically saying there was an impersonator but we don't know who it was um and this went all the way up to the top. So it's it's quite likely that there was an unknown impersonator claiming to be Oswald at the embassy. And they just don't know who it was. But um, yeah, this researcher thought that it was David Atlee Phillips. So they think that he was heavily involved in the assassination, but he was quite up there with the CIA. So uh, yeah, it never, never really went further than that. Now, another name is David Morales. He was a CIA operative, and according to multiple friends and associates of him, by 1973, which is just like a decade after the after the assassination, he started telling people about his involvement. Um, he, apparently, his brain went down the drain a little bit, and he started getting a little bit cray-cray. So, apparently, he was bitter at JFK for the Bay of Pigs invasion. So, um, yeah, he was ex-army and then CIA operative, and he recruited and trained a whole lot of a whole lot of people. And he had to watch them all basically die in this situation, the Bay of Pigs situation. And he was traumatized and, and bitter from this. Um, so he was really pissed off. So this friend of his, he quoted that um, Morales was really 
angry because all these people that he trained all got wiped out, i.e. died by JFK. And it's also claimed that he said that he was in Dallas when we got that son of a bitch and in LA when we got the little bastard, that's a quote, which some people think the little bastard bit is referring to JFK's brother, Bobby, who was assassinated in 68 in LA. So there is obviously a whole lot of more names to go through and a whole lot of more things to try and verify, but there's just so many names. It's really, really difficult. So that I decided to um, pause it there for tonight and we're gonna come back for a part three. But tying this all together, the mob and the CIA, obviously, as we just discussed in the last couple of paragraphs, pages, the mob and the CIA were inextricably linked and they're in bed, they're obviously in bed with each other. There's a whole lot of CIA agents, CIA agents who had informants in the mob and vice versa. So to me, the CIA and the mafia conspiracy is, is pretty much linked because it feels like you can't have one without the other because there's so many like informants that were double crossing and stuff or just... Because they, they both had members that were just very clearly not a fan of JFK. Yeah, like yeah. JFK had a lot of enemies. Mm. And when you look at like the mafia's evidence and the CIA evidence, a lot of it overlaps. And that, oh, I can picture them also both liking a little bit of a scapegoat within each other to kind of make it look like it's not us, it's the other person, and it just goes back and forth, and it's hard to point finger, which is exactly what has happened. And that makes perfect sense, because I think the most, the most not strange, but the bit, to, the bit to me that most points towards a conspiracy is the fact that, I mean, Oswald shot him, right? And then Jack Ruby Heron for a few days, and it wasn't until after Oswald said that he was a patsy that he got shot. It just feels like Ruby was hanging around waiting for him to fuck up or something. And then as soon as he said that he was a patsy, he shoots him. Now as to why, I'm not sure, because it feels like Ruby was mob and Oswald was CIA, but it just feels very suspect to me that it's after Oswald said that he was a patsy that he gets shot. Hmm. And there are multiple multiple records, um, just witness records, and so nothing you can verify like a hundred percent, saying that Oswald was basically stalking him from the time that he got arrested to the time that he got shot, waiting for a opportunity to shoot him. I see why you've been really struggling with the research for this one because there are so many different. I don't know what you'd call oh, them, arms. Yeah, tangents, so many, so many avenues. Avenues. Yeah. Rabbit holes. Yeah, it's a tricky one. So, so what are we covering next week? So next week, it was supposed to be in this week, but the more I researched it, the more I realised it's actually an episode to itself. All the physical evidence that doesn't add up. So next week, all the traditionists will be happy to hear that we're going to go into the Krusty Knoll and the Umbrella Man and the Babushka Lady. Yeah, we haven't forgotten about... Well, I haven't forgotten about those. those Yeah, he doesn't know any about those. I haven't forgotten about those. It's just... I thought I could cover them off in succinct paragraphs, but I cannot. So I decided today that it's going to have to be a part three. So next next week, we're going to go into all the strange physical evidence and all the weirdness that we know about because it was just too much to put into one. So if anyone has questions so far, best spot to leave them? On the Instagram. The underscore hashtag tinfoil underscore tavern. Why did you chuck a hashtag in there? 
sorry, the <laughs> underscore... <laughs> What did I say? <laughs> the underscore hashtag. Oh, yeah. Underscore There's hashtag, no hashtag. hashtag. Yeah. The, the uh, underscore tin. Wait, fuck. I'm Jesus Christ. Both speaking used to tell them. The underscore tinfoil underscore tavern. That's yes. the badger. Oh <laughs> I've the name of the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I have no involvement with it, but a <laughs> little hair flip from the, from the sisters there. Well done, girls. Thanks. So before we wrap up, any quick shout outs you need to give to anyone? Have you, I've, I've had feedback from my shout outs so far. Oh, yeah. Tell us. Yeah. Oh, I just, I had the Kennedy say to me, Dumbo bangers. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. I did not get a response to my shout out, Rude. Well, we knew Pastor Slut wasn't listening already. No, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was holding out that little bit of hope for it. But okay, no. tell you what, when Camby, Campbell hears this, he has to look over at you and go, boop, on your nose, okay? Okay. He hasn't even listened to the first one yet. No. He hasn't even listened to the first well, one. He doesn't have Spotify. Yeah, but I thought you were going to give him your Spotify so he could start listening. Yeah, but because you know how I was saying earlier, our schedules are so different that basically I get home from work. We have yeah, but you can listen to it when you're not around, and that's when you need but to then, then... He doesn't have Spotify. He needs my Spotify. No, but give him your Spotify. They can have. I'm sure you'll see him or talk to him. I did say so that pass he should, on that information. I did say that he should like put it through a speaker at work. Look, if he comes up to you and goes, boop, on your nose, he, you know he's been listening in his spare time. Okay. Okay. My dad said potato. Did he? Was that from the last one? For the one before that. Oh, I right. do um, feel like I should apologise for my intro last week. Only to Jonathan. Sorry, Jonathan. What, what are you apologising for? Did you what? swear? My intro about you. Hungry, hungry hippos. Balls in your mouth. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Jonathan. No, he's heard the rest of them. <laughs> no, I haven't actually seen him since we started this podcast and I don't think he wants to see him. I'm never going to see him again. No. Can you still come to the wedding? Who, who's getting married? Me, when I ask you after I've asked him, I'll say no. (laughs) Very confidently. (laughs) Very confidently. Very confidently. All right. Well, thank you very kindly, except for you, Hannah, for listening to the Tim Paul Tavern. My name's Thomas. Thank you, Mum, for listening. My name's Hannah. I'm Caitlin. You can't can't do a peace sign. No one can see you. (laughs) Thank you, our very special guest, special the TH. We'll see you next week.